Say what's up, homie. Oh shit. Chuck Chino. What up, dog? How we going? How we doing, man? First off, Merry Christmas. Oh shit, yeah. Merry Christmas to you too, man. I, hey, do you do do you do anything for Christmas or were you in uh like by yourself for Christmas? Uh I went over to my mother's and my brother my twin was there, so we just kinda hung out. FaceTime some of the rest of the family. Got to see my new nephew, so that was interesting. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. And then I got some other news, but we got to keep that one private until later because, you know, family is always particular about private news. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <sighs> but I'll probably make an announcement later, later podcast, because fuck it. Yo, why not? Fuck it. It's Christmas. But, yeah, what'd you do? Oh, man, I just came uh, last night, actually, after I got done with work. Came from a family and stuff like that. You know how it is. Got late here, but today I just, like, kind of chilled with my family a lot. And uh, we went to, like, a Mexican party, and it was, like, wild. And we just got back again, and they're, like, taking a shower and doing stuff. And I'm just, like, damn, kind of tired to be honest with you bro we we're not young men anymore that's a fact we are young men but oh you are maybe but i'm not oh Oh, man fucking honestly not even that bad like i didn't feel the i feel like we don't you and i didn't feel the christmas spirit as much as we should this year so like i feel like we're not as like you know, proactive on parties and doing stuff. It's just like, eh. Yeah, I kind of just felt needlessly stressed out at times. So I was just like, yeah, I didn't need this. I could have just chilled out, had some whiskey, <laughs> slept, something, you know. Anything but a little bit of stress. Oh, yeah, no, I feel, no, I feel like, honestly, I released some stress right here, but I cannot drink something 75 hard. Nor I can eat like pie and shit like that. Oh, so, so you, you're just torturing yourself then. That's all I'm. Oh, sucks. They they made some really good pie, bro, and they got like alcohol and shit. And I'm over here like a dumbass, being like, oh, you know, I can't. My tummy hurts or whatever the fuck. And I'm oh. like, damn. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really overindulge myself. The only thing I really did was cook myself a 12 ounce steak. With uh like vegetables and uh, some fries and that's it. But I'm I just bought those uh like uh, a couple of steaks from High V. Yeah, that's what I had. And like they're pretty affordable, honestly. To be honest with you, and like they're good. Oh, you can buy like a two pound steak for like fifteen bucks, and I'm just like that's yeah. a steal because that thing will make you full for an entire day. Oh, fuck yeah, dog. Like, I literally wake up and I cook maybe, like, an egg or two. Oh, yeah. And then I have steak, and I'll make... I divide, I usually divide the steak in um, three or four parts, depending. And I'll have a part, you know, with my eggs and bread in the morning. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll, I'll be, like, I'll be suffice for a while till I go to work. And then when I work, I'll usually... I go and eat Chinese, and, like, I don't pay that for that. I, I usually pay when there is somebody in the... You know how like you get into high B 
and you know you got the Chinese food and shit, and there's always like this little register looking thing where you can pay for your food, yeah. right? When there's nobody there, I just like I go and I never pay, which is almost all the time. And when there's somebody there, I'll be like, yeah, I guess I'll pay, you know, like. It really depends because um, sometimes the company allows that and sometimes it doesn't. Like, that's the thing. You just got to watch yourself because I've, I've worked at an IV and sometimes they're like, yeah, you can just take it because you earned it. And other times they're like, it's old food, so you just take it because no one's going to buy it. But at times it's like, you got to be careful because, you know, somebody might come around and be like, did you pay for that? Because I know they've been very tight last few times i like walked in there and i'm just like yeah pit, here's my damn receipt <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just like a customer too but but yeah no. when i tell you when i tell you this past week and soaks of christmas and stuff especially like the 24th you know like basically yesterday oh, yeah. that i worked it was i was doing self-checkouts so i think it was a really good relief Instead of doing bagging and like cashiering and stuff like that. But there was like, you know, how last minute shoppers are. It's a fucking disaster. Oh, they're always not only they're always angry, which is surprising. It's like, you fucked this up. Why are you angry at me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, you, you could have just come and like, you should have come fucking three days ago when you still had time, buy all your stuff. Oh, yeah. And then you know, be set for Christmas or whatever you should you, like, because they're, they're trying to buy all the shit, go home, make it, and then so it's ready for you know Christmas Eve or whatever. Maybe the twenty fifth if they're gonna have visitors. I don't know. Oh, yeah. but it's like, girl, I'm just doing self checkout. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Like, go to customer service; they'll be able to to like assess you with more information and shit. I'm just like. Telling you what I know, and they're like, "Oh well," blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, "Okay, well, that sucks for yeah, you." Yeah, I should just be like, "Okay, Karen." <laughs> exactly, like literally, and we have cust- we had customers that uh, they were such in a hurry that they have their groceries, and at the end they forgot their fucking wallets or like their cards some shit in their car, and they had to go. Like they were mad as shit because they were they were like already mad, and like, ah, oh, fucking my fucking god. I forgot my wallet or whatever. So they went to get their wallet and we have this fucking line of customers who are also angry because she forgot her wallet. So now what, you know, what, what we're happy customers, now it's they're angry customers. That happens they just... all the time at like uh, where I worked at the store I work at. They were like, literally like, I left my phone in my car. Can you just like wait and let me go get it? And I'm just like, like, I should just really cancel this entire transaction because I got like three, four people behind you who have fewer items and they can get out of here. But people are just selfish and stupid anymore. Yeah. Besides, like I guess the fact that they're, they're you know, like their customers kind of protects them from, uh, from you know, all that shit. Besides, I feel like you and I get like, probably everybody does, right? But I get really annoyed at that because i'm like if that would happen to me i'll be like fuck you know what i forgot my wallet and my card cancel all my shit just keep it on the side and take everybody else you know i'll go and i'll be back oh yeah but you you just gotta take into account though americans are so pampered anymore they're just like they don't have consideration for others they literally 
they create this like like lifestyle luxury so when something goes wrong they're like uh i just fucked up but i'm gonna use you as a crutch and just go like unfuck it up but it takes forever you know it's just like come on people yeah man there's a lot of a lack of uh, <clears throat> accountability and stuff like that like literally is this what we're talking about it's the root of the problem like in a small scale of a lot of problems that this country uh has right now you know and has been caused by this little pamper shit that you know people do on a daily basis well it's yeah. in the stores so it's a smaller scale but it's the same thing but well gino we're gonna segue that into our topic today, right. which is developing leadership so this is a, like a good example your example of how like you dealt with that situation <clears throat> because at well, I mean, it applies to you in general because your whole like life and career choices have been one of leadership and determination to grow. But that's a good example of like leadership where you should like, I guess next time it'd be one of those things like we should maybe take that incentive at developing our leadership skills and be like, I'm sorry, man, we cannot like wait for you because there are other customers line. It's not very considerate. How about we cancel your transaction? We put yourself yourself to the side. And then when they, we get through the line, you just hop back in. And we can check you out. Yeah, and honestly, that should be yeah. I feel like one of the biggest things that people have, uh, and I as well, struggle with is confrontation. You know, like not the oh, yeah, yeah, like because in that aspect, like, let's let's take that scenario again. Um, there is a way that I literally just learned yesterday. That I could literally be like, hey, we cannot wait for you. Let me print this receipt with all your items. Um, so when you come back, I'll just scan it, you know, charge you real quick and you can be on your way. Right. But yeah, yeah like most and even uh, cashiers and uh, people that I know that know how to do that because they tell me it's like yeah. they find themselves in that situation and to avoid confrontation with that certain customer, they'll be like, oh, okay, you know, um, go ahead or whatever. The customers in the back, they'll just be like, hey, I'm sorry for the wait. Or they'll just be like, hey, you know, they can take you on this other um, lane or whatever, which way, like, in yesterday's case, it was impossible because all the lanes were full. Everybody was trying to shop. But, yeah, I feel like one of the main things that, uh, has stopped me, my progress as a leader, and I'm in you know in my journey to become a better leader was or it is still confrontation. Well, it's it confrontation is a very well. I I guess you could uh, break it down into like just what is leadership. Partly, it's like part of its negotiations, and part of the the issue with like a reason why. I, leadership basically you need to know how to negotiate because you need to be able to be like tell a person like okay you messed up and because you messed up we now have to change how we're doing things like your example and we need to like and there's like there's a good way and a bad way of doing things essentially as a leader and confrontation is always a tricky one because no one wants to get into a confrontation with somebody and with that in mind there's like i said there's right and wrong way and it's so hard to get it 
right way sometimes because at times the customer, the person you're trying to negotiate with is like ready to drop a bombshell of just like a, a, a tirade right in front of you in front of the whole store. And at other times it's just like they just don't want to listen and don't want to comply. So that's like what happens when you don't negotiate well. And but when <clears throat> you do negotiate well, it like they'll at least comply and at least discuss what you can do. Yeah, yeah, for real, for real. That that's really very really true. Because, you know, I'm as you say that I'm thinking about it in uh the manager which just to make sure and to make clear, uh a manager is not a leader. You can be a leader without being a manager. And you know, if you're a manager, you should train your skills as a leader. But you know, we see as you say that, I see a lot of these managers and stuff like that who are sometimes presented with the same situation. And yeah, like I've seen two who have been like, hey, uh, all your items are scanned and are in bags, mm-hmm. right? Let's yeah. let's uh, print, print your receipt, put you on the site. And when you come back, hop back in and then we'll scan your receipt or go to customer service um, and, you know, finish paying there while, you know, these other customers have uh, their items scanned and, you know, they can be on their way. And some other ones are like, oh, yeah, you know, yes, ma'am, go go to your car and fucking whatever, whatever. So it's yeah. like, okay, and that's most that's most of them. That's most, most of the managers are like, are like, oh, yeah, you know, ma'am, go, go ahead. They want to avoid confrontation. They're like, oh, yeah, go ahead, you know. We'll wait for you here or whatever, and then just apologize to the other customers. Ah, oh, sorry for the wait or whatever the fuck. And it's like I see how some of us or most of us who are you know just simple cashiers and baggers kind of see that example of like what we could mm-hmm. consider our leadership, and we're like, oh, if they're doing it, that you know he's the manager, then you know fuck it, I could I can do it too because I'm just a simple cashier or a simple fucking bagger or whatever. So it's like. It's it's interesting to to notice that. No, oh, yeah, for sure. And to like go off your instance too, it's very hard to develop leadership skills when you're like at the bottom of the total pole. Because for instance, I'm technically a manager at the company I work at, but I'm like low enough on the whatever totem pole that I'm considered just like an average full time employee, which to the lay customer, I guess you could say, just like the average customer, they just see me as a full-time associate. So like, I don't have any power, but like, actually I kind of do, but it's more in name than actual practice because the issue with like being like an entry level manager is that they don't really offer you that much responsibility yet. And you have to develop that. And like, that's part of like, like, and that's kind of part of the issue is like, how are you supposed to become a better leader if there's no opportunity to advance and like in your instance, they taught like your uh, other cashiers taught you how to uh, ring up that receipt. Like that's a very, that's, that's one little thing that, okay. Now if you run into that same situation again, you'd be like, okay, I don't need a manager. I can be the person to take the lead. I can ring up this man, like ring up their groceries, take their stuff to the side. They go with their wallet or, or whatever the hell they need and come back bring them up and they're on their way like boom like you always got to like be diversifying your skills 
and gaining more knowledge whenever possible. Yeah, that's that's very true. Like that's really interesting that you say it because it is fucking true. Honestly, like I've noticed that on my uh short journey towards developing a better uh, leadership skill set, right? Is that oftentimes you will not be presented with the opportunity of of being a leader. Sometimes you have to take the opportunity. Sometimes you have to jump in. Like let's say um the example you said now I know how to bring up the receipt. <clears throat> excuse me, bring up the receipt and uh you know pissing people to fuck off on their way. Well you know this one other one is waiting for uh or finding her wallet or whatever the fuck. So in that same scenario and stuff, now I have acquired more and more piece of knowledge and now I have the I, I feel like I have the obligation to to kind of like just hit the fucking door and take the opportunity of leadership on my own to you know keep growing as a person as well in other aspects in um of you know soccer the army as well when you know I mean uh not really put in charge because like I'm gonna transfer this to an army scenario right with the military forces sometimes there is oh, yeah. a uh, task to, task to be done. And, you know, we are uh, three or four specialists, you know, E4s. Uh, we're like, oh, okay, you guys go do that, right? With, without clear uh, leadership, they're just like, do that, right? And I've been able to, more oftentimes, if I'm like in the mood, because sometimes it's like, God damn it. But oftentimes, even when I'm, in the, when I'm not in the mood, I try to force myself to take the lead and to take, you know, the, the, I don't know how you would call it, but charge. just take, take charge. charge, be the one who steps into the challenge and takes charge by myself. Like, I, like they're not going to be like, oh, okay, Chino, you're in charge, right? Oftentimes, they won't. They'll just yeah. be like, you you four, go fuck off and do that, right? So, yeah, I feel like it's really important. I, so, I get you entirely. Oh, I'm saying, I get what you're saying. Yeah, so oftentimes, we're going to have to be the ones who just take the opportunity to lead, you know, because ain't nobody going to be like, oh, you're the leader now. Let's go. And, I, and honestly, I, I believe that it has worked for me a lot when unexpectedly I just say, I'll just take the lead. Because whenever, you know, in the future and sometimes that I've been like, okay, you stay in charge now. I'll be like, okay, I have enough experience kind of to like be a little bit more confident. Then, he, then if I never take the lead and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, here, you're the leader. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what do I do? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's like a really good example. It's like people should always be trying to like take charge whenever possible. Even if you fail, that's still good learning experience. Because then you go like, okay, this is how it fell apart. How can I learn to avoid that in the future? Uh, that's like a good example. Like for me at like my current job because like in the past at college i did take the charge several times in group projects and etc and like other groups or like tasks that no one knew what the hell they were doing so i was like okay go do this go do that like just move don't think do just like it's kind of like just keep moving because if you moment you stop you start thinking you start going to your head it's like okay then the machine stops and with that, my current job, like, it's kind of hard for me to be a leader, like I said. So it's like, it's kind of hard for me to learn new skills or learn new tasks or learn new things so I can be more valuable because I'm limited 
by what I can do as where I'm like located on the scale. So like, it's kind of actually demoralized me in a, in a way because it's like, I don't feel like I'm in charge of anybody and I don't get much respect from much of the higher management and, or they shouldn't say much of them, like just a couple of them don't show much respect to the regular employees. So it's like, it's very hard for me to go like, okay, I'll take charge of this. I'll do this because it's like, they're going to tell me five minutes later, no, you're not doing that. You're going to go do this. Yeah. And that's why it's like, you have to be like part of like developing your leadership skills. Also understanding that, okay, you can't always be in charge, but you can still take the lead in what you can be in charge of. So like you do your tasks well that you can control and what you can be put in charge of. And that's what, I've tried to strive to be, but it's like, it's also kind of just difficult because it's just the season and the fact that we don't get all our stuff because of COVID. And it's just like, also, you know, just drama that you get from yeah, working sure. in like stores and all that stuff. Oh yeah. I definitely feel that drama sucks. But yeah, to your point, man, you made a really good point by saying that, you know, you got to take charge of what you are in control. Let's, we're gonna, I'm gonna deviate to this to the example of when I'm doing 75 hard, right? I am taking control of what I am in control with. For example, drinking a gallon of water every day. I go out, out of my way and make sure I take the leadership to take kind of accountability and drink that gallon of water because it's in my control, right? When I'm at work and there's like, right. for, as, as you said, there's certain tasks that are in my control and are developing my leadership skills. I just have to take them. I just have to per, uh, perform. I just have to do that certain task. And I feel like most people just like kind of, and it's, it's comfortable. They just hide in, and, and we all hide in our uh, little shells and stuff. I'm like, ah, you know, somebody else let take charge and let somebody else do that. And let somebody else do that task. I'll just like be here, you know, safe in my little shell and stuff like that. That really feels comfortable. I've done that for like many, many, many years before, and it does feel really comfortable by just hiding. Well, you start, you start thinking yeah, yourself, don't you? For real, because like I, I, I kind of under, I kind of understand that feeling because for a while I was like the same way. I kind of just hid away and didn't do anything, and then I was like, I'm dying because my spirit feels like it doesn't live. Yeah, exactly. I just, it just feels like sometimes you're just running with the current instead of taking your own kind of uh, path. So you're just vibing. You're just going with it. And it sucks because it feels like you don't have control. You just hate yourself like, oh, fuck, man. But like once you, on, once I have started taking leadership for uh, myself and for uh, people who are with me, even though there may be cashiers as, as well or fellow uh, baggers or when we go and take like simple things when we're going out, for example, and you know, all hypes have these little guys who go out and get carts, right? Yeah. At the beginning, I'll be like, oh, all right, we're these two of us. I would, I would ask a guy, hey, how do you want to do it? He'll be like, uh, well, you know, um, I, well, you can take that one, and I'll take the other one, and shit like that, right? They're not used to being such in the leadership position to like determine what the fuck is going on, assess the situation, and make a decision. So I'll just be like, uh, I don't know, man, what you want to do? I'll be like, uh, whatever. And I've taken that small opportunity to be like, all right, there's two of us. I'll take this side, you take that side, and we'll meet in the middle. Or sometimes I'll be like, 
hey, listen, there's more cards on this side and the other side, right? So let's you and I go to this side with more cards, take a fuck ton of them, like 10 or 12, like fuck ton of them, and we'll finish faster. And so oftentimes I'll be like, yeah, okay, let's do that. So I'm taking charge. I'm taking leadership and responsibility to uh, for, for, you know, the the task that was given to us. Not only that feels good, but it's developing my leadership skills in such a little thing. It's just a little thing. Like literally. Well, to build off that a little bit, to uh, segue, not not really segue, but to uh, touch on that a little bit more. It's also important to establish that you are a leader because once you, like you specifically uh, said, okay, you take that side. I take this side. Let's go get it. You established that you were in charge, you were in control, and that you were making yeah, correct. a decision. Like, that's a very good aspect to have. It's very direct and something I've tried to develop at times, but I failed because there's been a couple instances lately at work where like I have I'm working with part timers <clears throat> and I'm a full timer. So technically I'm in charge of them if I like I'm working with them and like I'm trying to get a task done and I'll be like, I'll tell like I've run into an issue a couple of times where I'm like, hey kid go do this not because i want to be rude or kind of whatever but i'm just like you're you're not doing what you need to do fast enough or something like that so i'm like okay go do this instead so i can take your spot and then like you're still participating in the machine and like it's still flowing but then like he like would say no you go do it instead and i'm just like uh what like and he would basically argue with me for like two seconds and i was just like i'm not gonna whoops not going to deal with that, <clears throat> but, and like, I'm not going to deal with him, I guess, argue with me. So I would just ignore it. And it's like, at times it's like, I had, and like, I ran to a couple more times, I think the last couple of days where I was like, Hey, just go do this. And like, I'm not trying to be demanding or anything. I'm just like, we need to keep the process going and we need to keep it like going. But the fact that I did not establish that I was in charge, that I was making the decision that I'm the leader, he kind of just like said no. And I was just like, Okay, but you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that, that's the thing that uh, it's really important. Like you, you said, and I, I do believe that it is a. Uh, how do I want to say this word? It's a, it's an aspect of a leader. It's a skill of of a leader to be able to assess the situation, assess and identify what the fuck went wrong, and you know try to fix it. For example, you have uh, assess the situation. What happened? This happened, right? Okay, cool. You have assessed what went wrong, which was that you didn't establish clear leadership, and therefore the outcome was not the one that was desired, right? So now what is left to do is just work on, you know, establishing leadership and stuff like that. And I understand, like, like today, like how old? Actually, let's not do that, but let's just be like, okay, they're part time. Probably don't really give a fuck too much about the job. Well, to say he's yeah, a teenager. Exactly. So, like, again, he's going through that age of transition to adulthood, but it's just like, it's like, come on, kid. I'm like, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be your leader. I'm not trying to be your dictator here. I'm just trying to be like, hey, this is the way we should just do it so we can get done with the process. But he, I'm like, like I said, I did not establish that. I guess part of my issue was like, I did not establish that, okay, I'm a full-timer. I have a little more control. I have a little bit no, more know-how what I'm doing. And I can delegate a little bit. While he was like, 
Oh, because like Loki, I guess you can say we developed a friendship or like a uh, a work like relationship or whatever like that. So we like we goof around, we talk, we we keep it kind of lighthearted because that's all we can really do uh, since we don't have much control. So like when I'm like, okay, now we need to get serious. We need to like get some work done because we it's our job. He kind of you know, I don't think he does it like to spite me. He just does it because he's like. A teenager, I guess. I don't know how. Yeah, you are. No, for real, for real. Like, I totally get what you're saying. And in those situations, I believe it's really important to make sure that you establish or you verbal. Sometimes you gotta verbally fucking say and be like, "All right, man, listen, it's time to get serious. Uh, I need you to do this for me, please. Go and do it, and then report back to me once you're done or some stuff like that, right? Like, so I, I found out that it is really important with people after maybe like one or two times I you're like ah oh, fuck he's not getting it it's like hey listen it's time to get serious or hey listen like on a real one though i need you to do this for me right like in all seriousness we need to get serious like this shit is not working the process we need to keep the process going or you're kind of slacking bro like honestly go and do this for me okay like sometimes you gotta verbally be yeah. like listen you're not going fast enough. I need to to, to speed it up, please. I need to keep the process going. Yeah, because yeah, like, I, and to keep the. Oh no, yeah, because yeah. Oh, like, sorry, go ahead. You you're right. The the fact that it's a, he's a teenager, and not only that, I feel like the fact that they, you have developed a relationship, which is not bad, honestly. You have developed kind of a relationship. He kind of let his guard down. He's yeah. more relaxed and stuff. Because that has happened to me oftentimes as well when I was working with. Uh, people in the past in the present as well you know we kind of chill we're just relaxed or whatever we're hanging out and when it's time to get serious i i'm slacking right and they gotta tell me like hey man like i don't want you to slack can you do that for me please whatever and i'm like oh shit i didn't realize i was slacking or being rude or whatever let me just get on top let's go oh yeah and just uh FYI, you know, we're going to try to keep within our time frame that we established yeah. earlier. It's like we're going to try to keep this between 20 and 40 minutes. So we got. Yeah, we got, we got 10 crush. minutes. But yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, no, I'm aware of that. Uh, Yeah, I'm just I'm just like we need a, I'm going to try to segue into yeah. another uh, thing real quick. And it's also like another part of leadership is also being able to teach. Like, I think that's one thing that a lot of people do not realize is that as a leader, if you're one of your coworkers, one of your subordinates, one of your soldiers aren't getting something and you know how to do it you need to be able to either delegate somebody to teach them or teach them yourself on time that you like uh set aside for that person because i've run into times where i have either upper management or other employees that i work with uh they just told me i did it wrong but then they were like they didn't show me what i did wrong they told me what i did wrong so like i couldn't like i'm a visual learner so like they had to go I, it best be they showed me like okay see you see what you did here you need to flip this around or you know change it up so it's like you got to be able to teach people and probably be able to learn how to teach people either visually verbally or however ways you can teach people yeah. nowadays yeah no definitely and and that's that that goes back also to the fact that you know a lot there's a lot of fucking memes on instagram uh-huh. from all the success pages and shit they basically said like, oh, you know, managers command and leaders teach or whatever. And it's like, oh, a leader teaches by example. And which is, it's true. It's true. It's, it goes back to the same nature 
of a leader uh, leads by example. You know, and yeah. Oh yeah, no, I was gonna say that I've also run into like with the army, for example. There's a lot of stuff that there is new. Uh, we have new soldiers that just graduated AIT, and I was uh, able to, or I was pretty much, you know, forcing myself to be able to be a good leader and teach them by example with all the things I do from checking trucks to assessing uh, situations to fucking mopping the floors and shit, right? Sometimes, oftentimes you got to be oh, yeah. able to teach them how to do it, whether it's visual or with words and stuff. And oftentimes there's also they need to teach them by you uh, acting and behaving and performing to high standards as well. Because they'll be watching. They'll be watching whether they're part-timers, full-timers, they're the shitback soldier or they're a good soldier or whatever. They'll watch what you do in NIF, you know, which is, I think... Yeah. At, the, at that point, uh, it's like, even, like, at that point, like you said, you, you teach them. And if they fail after that, it's like, you did all you could because it's like, they're not even going to listen to you, one of their squad mates or one of your coworkers. It's like, they're, they're a hopeless cause. Yeah, sometimes they are. Sometimes they are for sure. There, you know, there's always it's almost important to assess the situation whether you have, you know, a guy who just doesn't give a fuck. Who let's say, you know, let's say he's a soldier who's like fuck the army, like fuck this shit. He's a shitbag soldier that you have assessed the situation after trying a couple of times and be like, yeah, like he's just gonna be there chilling. You know, he's just gonna be just there. And yeah, and like. Uh... Oh, no, no, yeah, no, just to finish what I was saying, and sometimes it'll be like, okay, he needs either a little push, he needs me to teach him a different way, he needs me to lead him a different way, maybe he just needs me to come close and be like, hey, man, you know, how can I help you, what the fuck can, or what the fuck can I do to uh, be able to help you make progress? Mm -hmm. And, like, sometimes... Even also, like, a basic one that actually also shows great, I think, leadership skills. It's, like, the one you would least think. It's, like, the ability to ask for help. Like, I feel like that's a very undervalued, like, leadership skill that no one really realizes. Because at times, it's, like, as a leader, yeah, you might have, like, you know, been through the shit before or three seen tough times. But, like, you need, sometimes you just don't know what's going on or who, excuse me what's going on or like what to do in that situation. It's like, okay to call for some like a superior or somebody who knows how to handle that situation. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's really important to be able to ask for help. Not because we're trying to be a leader or not because, yeah, basically I'm going to repeat what you just said. Not because you have gone through the shit or you have more time in the company, or you are older, or whatever, whatever fucking bullshit you think, it's all your stuff in your mind. It is always important to ask for help. It's part of the fucking progress, right? I, I wouldn't be able to be uh, where I am, right? Which I'm not that great of a thing, or whatever the fuck at all. But I feel like I w wouldn't be able to make progress if I didn't ask for help from my leaders, from my managers, from my mates. So it's really important to to ask for help. Oh yeah, but 
I mean, I mean, I got nothing else. I mean, that's all that came to mind for me. Anything else you want to tackle about leadership? <sighs> There's honestly just to say that you know we we're gonna have to probably do a part two, part three, and maybe a part four about leadership. Because the more I learn about and the more you and I will learn about leadership and how to be a leader, the more things will come to our minds because there's many, many things from accountability to leading by example to taking full responsibility to, for the situations, whether it was your fault or not, you know. Uh, and there's many, many things that, you know, we will learn along the way of becoming a leader. So I believe that, you know, this podcast is going to have part fucking two, three, four, five, probably six. And, uh, but I guess for, for, for now, you know, that way that we are getting close to our limit, uh, time. I got nothing else. All right. Well, Gino, it's always a pleasure having you on here. I mean, because it's the CNJ show, but yeah, I mean, what else, uh, where else can we reach you on besides, you know, uh, was this so you got we got you on the out of the box oh hell yeah y'all to gotta it? follow me on uh instagram my personal instagram is at chino and k right at chino and k follow my uh fashion blog at real out of the box podcast out of the box follow me on uh tiktok now chino bs i'm uh i'm growing i, I literally just fucking created a tiktok like two weeks ago and i have a fortune uh was it fifteen hundred followers? So it's it's there, it's growing and shit like that. So just make sure you follow me and stuff and and yeah, I love you guys. Much love. All right. Well Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Show. You gotta you, you gotta, you gotta tell on, your social media, bro. Oh, oh come on, man. They gotta they gotta they gotta get to know you, man. Our, our little audience has to like at least see what's up. Maybe you for the future and be like, oh, well, I- this is gonna be one of a, one of a, or a little, uh, old podcast maybe in the future, you know, and they'll be like, oh shit, let me, let's see our beginnings and stuff like that. But you always gotta give the uh, social Instagram information, bro, and shit like that. Well, I don't know it off the top of my head, but I'll put it in the next I one. I bet whatever. But this is the CNJ show. You guys have a blessed day and a happy. That's right, man. Merry Christmas, people. We love you. Much love.